welcome to another episode of the Southside Trap Podcast. It's a late episode of the Southside Trap Podcast. NWSL took a little bit of break for some, for the FIFA window, international window there. And uh, I thought, you know what, self? You better take a break too. So I took a little break. Can't lie, it was nice. Yeah, the universe was telling you something. It was time. And that was the voice of the universe. I'm here with Claire Watkins. How you doing? Doing great. Thank you for allowing me to hang out. Yeah, for sure. And record another podcast and yeah. talk about a game that happened a week ago. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Did it happen? I'm not sure. That whole weekend was a blur. Yeah, it was it was something. We're gonna we're gonna recap uh Chicago Red Stars versus the Washington Spirit for you guys. And uh we're gonna do a little previewing of the game that's coming up for the Red Stars this weekend against the Portland Thorns. And uh we're actually gonna get into a little bit of national team stuff because three Chicago Red Stars players are off on national team duty, and uh, they saw some pretty significant time um, against China over the past week. So we're going to talk a little bit about that too. But first, none like talking about a win. Let's talk about yeah, these- finally. My oh goodness. my god! Yeah, <laughs> I want to talk about this win because uh, it's been a long time coming. Red Stars went into DC with seven matches where they went uh, winless seven winless yeah. yeah five five of which were draws two were so losses. it was it was intense it was definitely one of those like scratching yourself behind the ear kind of moments just like eh, what's going on here it was also weird too because i think when you do have those winless streaks but most of them are ties you don't even really know how to feel about it but that the washington game was after that loss that bad one against orlando so um, it, it felt like a more dire situation than it might have been if they had been coming off coming off a tie. Yeah, no, I agree that uh, you're coming off a loss like that and you're still filled sort of with some, some questions about the team. And then you're going into a weekend match where you're losing a couple players. Uh, the United States national team had announced that they were going to play these friendlies against China, and then they announced that they were going to have the camp rosters and some players were going to be missing for that particular weekend. And for the Red Stars, that included goalkeeper Alyssa Nair, uh, midfielder Julie uh, Julie Johnson-Ertz, and Sofia Huerta. So pretty significant players for the Red Stars. But that meant that we got to see the rise of maybe somebody else and Emily Boyd. Yeah, I thought Boyd had a great game in truly awful conditions. Um, I'm glad they got to play. They the game was delayed five hours, five whole ass hours. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, it pushed it so far back. I didn't get to watch, which was or didn't get to watch it live, which was very frustrating to me. It was speaking of the universe. It did not want me to watch that game, but uh, they played it anyway. And they did. Uh, <laughs> and I would say, like uh, the nice thing too is is one very nice thing about the Chicago Red Stars roster is. Um, obviously there's U.S. Women's National Team talent, but, uh, we also have internationals that stepped up that weekend and we have a good roster of non-national team American players. So I feel like that Chicago, though in the numbers, definitely lost some people functionally. I think they were hit a little less hard than maybe some other teams. Yeah. I, uh, I was not upset at, at the Red Stars lineup. Uh, I know they had. Emily Boyd in that. They had uh, Katie Naughton and Sarah Gordon, who slid into that center back position. And then they had Aaron uh, Gilliland. And then they had Taylor Camille rounding out 
The outside back positions in the midfield was composed of Danny Colaprico and Yuki Nagasato and Nikki Stanton, who I'm sure we were all excited to see back in the starting lineup. And then top of the order was just sort of like Alyssa Motts, Sam Kerr, and then you had Rosie White getting her minutes too. So it was... It wasn't a starting lineup that I was mad at. I mean, it's just like it's this. I think that was still a starting lineup, even with better conditions. Probably should have came away with a win against the also struggling Washington Spirit team. But I mean, just terrible conditions. Not only on top of the the, the five hour delay, it was like you had some rain. Every photo from that game looks <laughs> like a piece of like uh, vaporwave like art. It was so intense because it's like three D because you can just see the air. It's awful. I can only imagine what it must. I bet every player felt like they weighed five hundred pounds. I can only imagine what it was like. I mean, to it looked it looked intense. Yeah, I, it was rain, and then there was like some more rain. I hope it was, and there was like warm. rain on top of the rain. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was so much, yeah. And it like the pitch was just like not good. Like once they got into that second half, and then it was still raining into that second half, and like this ball was just going nowhere. Yeah, you know, like you had like these these ridiculous rainstorms happening, which affected the pitch, and then you had like these weird like pockets of puddles going on where the ball just became like just dead weight within these puddles. And I think there was a moment in time in this match where like. It just got real cringeworthy after a while. It's like, you know, this was a game where it's like, you know what? Probably going to be some fouls. Probably going to be some yellows just because of like that kind of stuff. But it was also like, oh, God, please just get out of this match. Everybody alive. And it's like there was one point where like this ball just like it, it got served in for Chicago and it just like laid in this puddle. And then I believe it was like Yuki Nagasato and I believe it was Caprice Idesco for the spirit who both were like going in for this ball at one point and I just like oh I just held my breath because I was like <laughs> oh this is not, this not is worth bad. it it's not worth it <laughs> I was like this Pull is up. Not, just let it go I was yeah. like oh no like Dadesco yeah. you you already like came back from a horrific injury yeah. like let's not you know let's not do this yeah. so it was like um it was definitely intense but I thought in such an ugly game it was just really amazing to sort of see a player like Yugi Nagasato just make such beautiful things happen. Yeah, both both goals um, came from just remarkably well placed shots from Nagasato in in again those horrible conditions. Especially her her goal, the second goal was. Uh, and I don't did it win goal of the week? I don't think it, it did. It did not win goal of the week. Yeah. When I saw the candidates, she got player of the week. Yeah, that I was s- where I. I mean, the, there were good. There were there were pretty good goals that weekend. But yeah. if you look at that one, it's it, difficult. You yeah, got to take all the stuff into consideration. Shot. Yeah, yeah. The build up to it, yeah. how she got it, she kind of played surrounded it surrounded by three, yeah. I think, Washington defenders and laid just, it off, got it back, yeah. shot it into like a window about like two inches wide, yeah. Yeah. and yet somehow made it happen. But I kind of felt like uh, when I first saw the the nominees for for goal of the week, uh, I just kind of knew right away, and I was just like, you know what, she's probably not going to get the it's votes for this. It's not the kind of goal that wins gold. It's of the week. right. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, you know what? But I I had some feelings about it. Yeah. I had some feelings about Yuki Nagasato's performance in this type of game. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna throw all this out there and just you know yeah. put it out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna secret this. Yuki- and I'm gonna put it on the universe. And I was just kind of like. She might not get the votes for this, yeah. but as somebody who's like in the NWSL Media Association, like I'm definitely voting for her for Player of the Week because yeah. I felt like she just impacted a 
a terrible condition. That game was one too where so I was well. I was happy that that was the lifetime game of the week because on, during halftime for all the other games that package gets played um, where you get to see the highlights and every time that goal just got better and better. I think I watched it maybe like three or four times afterwards because it was always yeah. playing and uh, yeah, just what a shot. I Yuki and Kerr, man, that's like it was so good. That's <laughs> that's like a dynamic duo. I've been on that train for a while, but We're we've got twelve it. games left, and I think that that's just God save them. I hope they both stay healthy because yeah. that is yeah. something that the longer they have time to play together, it's just only getting better. No, I agree. I I loved the <laughs> I loved the free kick set piece sort of setup. From, from Yuki Nagasato. It's just like, she was just there forever yeah. in the middle of this monsoon. And everybody's like, probably super uncomfortable. Yeah. It was like a real, it was a real matrix Her moment. time. She was like, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. A little to the left. A little more. But not too much. Wait, no. And like, her direction was just like, so on point. And yeah. then it's like, it almost took like forever to set this up. And then it happens. And shout out to Weiss. So she, she followed the ball. She did. She did a great stuff. job. But bobble, and yeah. you got Sam Kerr on the other side of you. And that was one on where it. I think it went it went both ways in that the shot was sl- it was a slow kick because of the conditions. But then I also think that Weiss didn't handle it because of the conditions. So it was a little bit of both where I think maybe maybe on a better day, equally possible that Yuki actually gets that one you know, in the net and then also on a better day, maybe, maybe Weiss doesn't give up that, that deflection, but, um, no, I feel you. I just, uh, it was just a tough, I, f- I felt for Washington. I'm not going to front. Like, I just was like, man, I don't, I know I'm, I'm usually here on the podcast, whether it's you or other guests or by myself and 12 weeks in or 12 matches into this season. And I've said a few times on this podcast already, you yeah, know, there's still some question marks there for the Red Stars, but I feel like, for a team like the Spirit, maybe they're a little almost bit beyond that, where they're just kind of like, well, not it only would is be hard to not to only is there like still questions, right now. yeah, yeah, not only is there still questions, but there's like seriously like no no answers. And I think like I believe it was post game yet Gabara at one point he literally was like asked about the performance, and I think he was like inept and shitty. He said poor, shitty, and inept. Poor, shitty, and inept. Which yeah. you know what, Gabara gets a lot of crap, but I'm gonna. I'm going to give that to him. Yeah. I'm here for more swearing in the end of Yeah, yeah same. Uh, especially when it's warranted. Yeah. And if you're looking at a team like It's like a natural spirit. progression from Denise Reddy saying that uh, the game sucked. <laughs> so then we went to poor shitty so we just took and inept. <laughs> the next time those two teams play during the next international window, they should uh, they should do like a co a co post game and just see what they come up with yeah. cuz cops. Sorry, clear my rights here. Yeah. <laughs> oh man they found oh, me no. uh listen thanks for trying to hide me out i thought if yeah. i could go north side i i, 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 I live ne- i actually live next to a lot of um old folks homes so you they you, saw me walking yeah you hear you hear sirens they saw <laughs> me walking in this mexico jersey yeah and they're, they're like, like oh no, no 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 call the cops <laughs> yeah we'll talk about that a little later but to wrap this game up and i think a pretty important three points to get for the red stars as they headed into i think a much needed break not only a a Points wise, absolutely. Um, we were having this conversation in the roundtable. Chicago usually at this point of the season has other teams chasing them as opposed to chasing other teams. I think in the last three years, this is usually around when the team hits their peak. 
in in wins. So definitely the points are important. But I also just thought that they looked pretty good. Yes, it was in awful conditions. And yes, it was against the Spirit, which um, is a team that Chicago needs to beat every time. But um, I thought that this was probably the one of the most positive performances that that they've had so far that wasn't just mitigating you know turning a loss into a draw no I I agree 100% I think it's I also think uh it's an important game to carry with them as they come back from the break and they go up against the team uh like the Portland Thorns uh which I guess we'll just talk about now and preview that so they're coming wrestlers are coming back NWSL is coming back guys coming back so I know everybody was can't stop it can't stop it uh, unless you're U.S. soccer and they do but <laughs> and they do. Yeah. But um NWSL's coming back. Chicago is gonna be hosting the lifetime game of the week. And important note. It is gonna be on it's in the evening now. Yes. Game game time change to um is it seven o'clock? Seven PM I believe I believe kickoff. That sounds right, yes. I believe kickoff is either at seven or seven. Seven central. I think it's eight Eastern, seven central. Yeah. With the kickoff, I think it's seven. If you're a season ticket holder, it probably says, Hey, kickoff is gonna be at two thirty, but that's a no. Yeah. That got changed around because there was a new deal put in place. Yeah, I and and it's going to be broadcasted. It is (laughs) we're so used to calling it the lifetime game of the week, but I believe it's going to be broadcast on ESPN news which um, is not in a ton of people's cable packages. Uh, I will probably be watching on Hulu because Hulu does live TV. So if you are an NWSL fan and you don't get ESPN news, I recommend um, doing doing a, either a, a trial or just upping to the uh, Hulu live TV package just for a month or so. Because uh, that's a good way to watch. Yeah, no, for sure. What, what ended up happening was the remaining lifetime games of the week. They took them and sort of I think they partnered them in half. With, ES- yeah. Yeah, with ESPN. Well, ESPN News. Excuse me. They partnered with, with ESPN News and have sort of broken up the remaining games to be broadcast either on ESPN News or on the Lifetime channel. So for this particular match coming up, they're going to be the the first <laughs> match to be broadcast on the ESPN News network or app or wherever it is you're going to choose to see it. So that's why that's the reasoning behind behind the the kickoff match. But I'm I'm good with that. I think a Saturday night I like summer it. match is a good idea. I think that it's a good move for a number of reasons. One being that um, in my everyday life, uh, a two thirty p.m. Saturday kickoff is not great. Um, I, I, you know, I and a lot of people sometimes work half days on the weekends or, um, you know, you just have other things going on. I think evening games make a lot of sense. Weather-wise, evening games make a lot of sense. I also just think that um, getting ESPN involved is good. ESPN, like I said, it's it's not the easiest channel to find, but um, hopefully that will lead to kind of a broader deal in the future. And this, to me, it's definitely a compromise for Lifetime, and I hope that A&E still feels like it's a good investment, but this feels a little bit more like a sports development deal than maybe just kind of the rigidity of the Lifetime deal. Yeah, no, I hope so, because I feel like a team like 
a team like the Red Stars in a market like Chicago should only benefit from something like this. I I believe of some of the of the lifetime game of the weeks like matches that are remaining, like Chicago's gonna be featured on two. One is gonna be happening this weekend and then later in August also against the Thorns, but mm-hmm. that'll be in Portland. In Portland. And yeah. both of those matches are in fact going to be the ESPN news yeah. matches. So they're no longer lifetime matches. So uh, hopefully people out there can check them out or are able to have access to that. Um, don't forget if this week, if you got those tickets, it's a seven o'clock kickoff, mm-hmm. not a seven thirty. Sorry guys. Got that figured out for you. But I think it's real important to note. uh, today we saw some news about Portland with Mitch purse. Yeah. Unfortunately she's out. being out yeah, for the is, next few weeks. She, uh, she, she got, got the old, uh, Casey short business done to Man, her. Man, something happened. Yeah. Uh, she got, Mitch purse was one of these, uh, NWSL players who got called into this United States women's national team camps for these, uh, pair of China, uh, China friendlies. Um, and I was really excited to see a player like Mitch Purse sort of, I like hopefully get some time. Yeah, yeah, same. And I felt like, uh, she's sort of really coming to her own now that she's with the thorns. Um, and I, I think with sort of the complexities of that outside back position that Jill Ellis, head coach Jill Ellis is sort of tinkering with still, um, Mitch Purse might've had an opportunity to raise some eyebrows. Um, so it just, I did have the thought actually that the, and this is now rolling right into the U S women's national team friendly, but, um, mm-hmm. I thought that it was a possibility that the, uh, sour run at right back situation might've actually come from purse being out. Maybe. I mean, uh, it's definitely, uh, let's try to build this plane while it's in the air kind yeah. of moment. But I think that's something to keep an eye on for Chicago as Portland comes to town. Portland's still weekend. pretty beat up. They, yeah. uh, we were talking about this before we started. Um, French and Rasso and Sonnet are all going to travel. They're going to go with the team, but it might be similar kind of to uh, DiBernardo and short traveling uh, last, last weekend where I'm not sure the intention is actually to play any of those players. Uh, so they're still so they they've lost you know purses out those three players are probably not going to play, um, so they still they're still pretty depleted. Portland Portland is they're about probably as vulnerable as as they're going to be for the uh, the rest of the year. So there's definitely an opportunity for Chicago, and obviously we hope that um, nothing disastrous happens on Tuesday in regard to Chicago's national, uh, team players, national yeah. teams players, but. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be a really interesting game. I think so, too. I think that, well, for me, uh, the Red Stars faced Portland last time in, in April. They were the, their second match of, of the season. God, and they came like off, yeah, and they, and they came. <laughs> a hashtag lifetime hashtag game of the week ago. <laughs> and they came into <laughs> Chicago, and, and the Red Stars were coming off of that scam of a game in week yeah. one where they equalized very late against the Dash. And they ended up losing that game against Portland, but I felt like it was a match it's in very which they dumb. played much it's a better. Very dumb game, yeah. And yeah. I and I do think I think Chicago is significantly better than they were in Week Two, um, but I would say that Portland has also continued to improve. So it's going to be interesting. It is kind of it, it, it's a cool little function of the scheduling that they um, 
they played in week two. They're going to be playing the the mid-season game, and then they're going to be playing in late August, which I think is maybe the third to last weekend of the season. No, if there's the international break, it might be the second to last game of the season. I mean, there might be some internationals missing yeah. for that game. Yeah. Because the, the next the time... the 18th, I think. It's going to be on the 18th. Yeah. And... Um, I think then it's they, like the week after. Yeah, they announced that they're going to um, be playing against Chile. But yeah, yeah. So I mean, August August eighteenth is when they're going to. Anyway, I just think it it is going to be interesting to see how those these next two games go because I think that I think that uh, results have been one sided, but I also feel like on any given any given weekend, Chicago could uh, could could sneak one. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I think if uh, if they're if Portland comes into Chicago and they're lacking Indiana French, I think it could be a very different game for for Portland. Yeah, I agree. Um, so it's going to be fun, though. Do you have any predictions? Um, I was kind of pessimistic about it earlier today. I, I still thought that uh, Portland looked pretty good. I thought that Portland could could come in and, and get the W, but um, – I think they're. I think we're going to score some goals. I think <laughs> they still got uh, Christine Sinclair. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> this one could be like a two-one. Yeah, or a two-two. Um, I think Chicago really needs to not go down early. I think the questions in Chicago's defense are maybe bigger than uh, we gave credit for earlier in the season, and I think that they need to avoid just the mental. The mental part of the game's got to be there. However. I'm super optimistic about um, the team after having a week off. I think that that they've had a pretty heavy schedule so far, and especially with someone like Sam Kerr who came in right from the Asian Cup too. I think that uh, some time off was probably probably helpful, and who knows? Maybe we'll get Casey Short for like 20 minutes or something. Yeah, who knows? Or Di Bernardo. I mean, yeah. Casey Short was participating in warmups that that prime match before. Uh, they hit the road and went to Washington and and short Di Bernardo got put on the active roster list but didn't play any minutes so hopefully that's just a sign that they're ready to to go and pounce and um, it's gonna take a little while to probably integrate them into the team just like it's obviously taking a little while for Julie Ertz to integrate into the team or, or even Sam Kerr it's gonna take a little while so uh, I think when short comes back in particular I mean when it comes to the mastermind on the field, they need DiBernardo badly. But I think when it comes to kind of nuts and bolts defending, Chicago is going to get 20% better as an entire team once Short comes back and she's healthy. Yeah, she's a, a huge piece of that back line. And I think her being gone is shown sort of her importance and significance to that defense. Yeah. Just like I think not having DiBernardo has sort of shown her importance and significance to the midfield. Yeah, but in the NWSL, you can uh, you can win games if you don't have any ideas, but uh, <laughs> you can't if you give up dumb goals. So, Oh, man, it's terrible, <laughs> but I'm only laughing because it's true. <laughs> but I really like um, these national team games, talking about integrating players back in. I yeah, know we yeah. talked a little bit about Julie Ertz sort of finding her way back in a form and having somebody like Alyssa Nair going into a pair of these international friendlies after like having a game where she had to just face like five goals yeah. against her. So it was kind of like, Oh, yikes, you know, but they had this, uh, China, uh, uh, this friendly against China and Alyssa Nair got the start in net and Julie Ertz got the start for the first half. 
And Sofia Huerta saw Tom and the Pitch at outside back in the second half. Mm-hmm. And I thought they looked okay. I thought Alyssa Nair had a, a great game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually thought that Sofia Huerta actually showed some people out there why she's maybe sort of been getting called into these camps, even if it is as one of those players that Ellis wants to have in camps as another body in scrimmage. Yeah, I think uh, she... Huerta is so funny because she wasn't really asked to defend a ton um, when she was on the field, and she, but she showed how valuable she can be going forward, which it's it is just kind of this funny catch twenty two where it's like no one is argue, no one has made the argument that Huerta is not a fantastic soccer player. The argument is that she's not an outside back. <laughs> And while she did a great job, I'm not sure anything that she was doing on the field was like, oh, there's, that's our, you know, that's, that's our, our brand new yeah. OB. <laughs> yeah, that's our OB right there. I was like, no, she's a good soccer player. Yeah. Who, uh, who is dangerous going forward because she's a forward. So. Yeah, it's like, look how awesome Sofia Huerta was when she got like way up into yeah, that end line. Right, exactly. You were so excited when she got into that end line. I think we all were. And like, obviously, you know, everybody's probably seen it. The the beautiful nutmeg oh, yeah. that nobody could no, get on not. the end of. And it was a fantastic <laughs> pass afterward, too. Yeah. It was so great. So it was, and it was a complete nutmeg. You know, it was like you had a ball through yep. the leg. She collected, she collected it. She sent the pass through. Sent it through. And yep. it was like nobody could get on it the end of so it. It would have been so sweet. And everybody knew how sweet that was, too, yeah. because you saw like, I think it was Megan Rapino who was closest and was yep. just like so disappointed that she couldn't get on the end of that yeah like it was knew. almost too good that i think no one was expecting it to happen <laughs> so they got caught out a little bit but. yeah no and i really liked um i really liked the listeners uh footwork in this game i liked her reading of the game she had that really great save mm-hmm. uh i think it was right before the half it was yeah or, uh, right well it was after, like the right 30 the something yeah. minute yeah but it was like fantastic yeah. and she got this great save like through some traffic mm-hmm. on top of it so that was that was really yeah great she got super see. hung out to dry by her defense <laughs> yeah. and uh did a great job she stayed calm that's the thing she did this she did the when she does the things that she did in that save she's one of the best keepers in the world which was she made a decision she stuck with it she made her body real big yep and uh they did not score yeah so. no it's all you want from your goalkeeper yeah. sometimes exactly i was totally watching this game um on like the spanish broadcast version of it like uh so it was great to just uh be listening to like all of the sort of the reactions that happened uh from the united states women's national team against against china so it was just great to hear so many things like Alyssa Neher and like it was like Alyssa Neher perfecto it was like <laughs> ahí con los manos de Alyssa Neher and I'm like yes, yes. So it's like the hands the hands of Neher yeah. like I'm into that you're it like just, this is what I hear in my brain all, all the, the time, time. exactly yeah. when I watch Red Stars games or when I watch like national team games I absolutely watch them in Spanish in my head it's a fun time and confusing time as well <laughs> but they got the second of these friendlies coming up in Cleveland tomorrow, actually June 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, not, I have no idea who's going to start. I have no idea who's going to time to pitch. I've stopped doing those kind of predictions. Probably not Nair. I think probably Nair is going to get a game off just because I think Ellis said before the two that she was dedicated to giving both Nair and Harris time. Um, though, honestly, Jill Ellis has been like wilding out a little bit. So, got, yeah. like in a reactionary way, which is unusual to kind of her MO in 2015 and 2016. Like she'll yank you if uh, she's not liking what you're doing, which I kind of like this side of her. I don't always follow the logic, but I'm like, if she's going to 
you know, make a choice and stick with it. You know, I, I, I respect that. I respect kind of the publicness of it because yeah. uh, U.S. soccer is usually keeps things so, so close to the vest. So, yeah, same. I'm, I'm just <laughs> it's like, yeah, I've I stopped like I've given up on like sort of trying to predict like who could possibly be in the starting lineups for for these matches when it comes to sort of these friendlies. And I'm, I'm fine with that because honestly, I'm just kind of taking it as it goes. I, I like the surprises now. They're just like fun little surprises. Um, but I think they won against China 1-0. And I think tomorrow we'll probably see a couple more goals. Um, I would think so, yeah. I would think you might get a more, may, may, maybe, again, we have no idea, maybe yeah. a more traditional defensive formation. I'm hoping the game opens up a little bit more. Yeah. It was, it, that was the one frustrating thing about it. It, to see like a team like the United States just sort of with all that talent still sort of have these similar struggles and like breaking down these defenses. And it was weird too because a lot of the offense, especially in the first half of the game, was flowing through Sauerbrunn like on the right, which was just wrong in so many different ways. And <laughs> and it was like, I, I mean, we, we joke how much people talk about switching the point of attack, but I'm like, if you just hoof it over yeah. there... There's a lot more space. Yeah. Go do that. I wish they would have like subbed in uh, Kristen Press like 10 minutes earlier, like maybe even yeah. at the half and then got back to that whole like shoving it down the pitch kind of thing. Right. It was. Uh, that was another thing. It was nice to see Kristen Press stateside again. I, uh, yeah, we should, we, we have should, a lot of feelings. We got a lot of Kristen feelings Press, about it. But it, it was nice. Uh, nice to see her back in the USA jersey. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it was just nice to see Kristen Press back in the United States. Period. Yeah. Playing soccer. Yeah. For a team that I enjoy watching play. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't I, against. It wasn't one we love. It wasn't against anybody that <laughs> yeah. I love, and uh, it was just. It was a nice, easy. It was like it was a very good right? like first game back where it's it was just like okay. It was like okay, you know yeah. what we can we can do. She's this. not she's not ours anymore. But we can do this. We can move on. Yeah. Right. It's fine. It's the beginning of closure. Yeah. <laughs> We're finally like, getting some clo- some Kristen Press closure. It's like, you know what? We just want the best for each other. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, so, it, but I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I definitely wanted to see a goal. I would have been like, oh, man, you know, be perfect right about now. A little, little Kristen Press prime yeah. time, like, razzle like, dazzle. like, 80th minute. I love like, it. Magic. Yeah. That's that kind of shit that we're so used to seeing. Yeah, exactly. Chicago, right. It's like, if anybody could do it, it could be. Kristen Press. So it was it was cool to see her back. Uh, not too sure what her plans are going to be. Nothing has been really announced yet. Yeah. Um, I think I'm not sure she knows either. So yeah, but just just great to see her get back in camps and sort of. She's a know, valuable part of that team, yeah. and it's you know it's 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 good to uh, even having her gone was weird because usually when you have a player like that not in camp, it's due to injury. So to have her just be in form and ready to go was was cool yeah for sure but i'm gonna close on the red stars yes and just remind everybody again that you can catch them this weekend at toyota park okay in the evening guys it's not gonna be in the afternoon kickoff's gonna be at 7 p.m if you're in the area you should definitely get a ticket and go call them up it's if you don't know how to do that australian They're very night it is australian night that's probably why that's probably the main <laughs> reason Rasso's going she can't miss australian <laughs> night i mean you gotta have night. more than one like we yeah. i would really like more than one australian if we're gonna have australian night yeah yeah i mean let's have them all oh, like let's have a japanese actually, night yeah let's have a new zealand night let's have like a mexico night 
let's have them all man yeah. <laughs> that's actually really really funny what if it was australian and the only australian there was sam kerr she gets all the attention she does all the it just like she is the she's yeah. australia she like, just hello, is I'm sam kerr i am the australian i am the australian that's me that's what i do i australian <laughs> watch great. me australian in front of this net hopefully yeah right let me do my australian thing <laughs> it's gonna be good good yeah. stuff Claire, I appreciate you hanging out with me and talking about all this stuff. Even though we had a week off. Yeah, we had so much more to talk about than I even thought that we did. It's like we got in here. Once you get us going, you can't can't stop it. We got in here. We were like, oh, man, like this game happened already and we got to talk about it. Like, are we going to be able to do this? But it turns out you get us talking about the Red Stars. Like, we'll just go. Yeah, there's always, always new things, new things to say. Just go ham. Can you? plug yourself and let everybody know where they can find you yeah 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 uh you can find me on twitter at scout ripley uh and you can find my writing at hot time in old town and i also write for the equalizer so god bless the equalizer yeah <laughs> they're all right yeah they're okay they're doing everyone is just doing their dang best everyone out is out here just trying to do their best yeah. guys try to remember that yeah exactly <laughs> like, uh, honestly that that is i think that i think that at least like three or four times a week where anytime you put something up and you're like cramming to get it done yeah. in between all the real life stuff and you're just like everyone's just trying yeah. as hard as they can i'm just trying to live guys to be just, as accurate as possible i'm just trying to like produce content and give coverage and also like take a nap yeah. i don't know what else you want from me i'm moving so you are literally moving we're hanging out with we boxes. surrounded by all of my stuff it's good stuff it's good stuff we're gonna build a fort so i'm gonna plug some stuff here for you guys if you want to follow the Southside Trap podcast you can do that on twitter at Southside Trap pod that's with one letter p you can also find us on itunes please uh subscribe and like and maybe leave a nice review you know uh you can also find us on podbean if you're into non itunes or apple related things and if you want to follow me and my shenanigans and everything else uh, i'll probably go crazy over the world cup i was guys. gonna say world cup's gonna start us about yeah to get so lit. you're it's about to get lit you're gonna the, be getting tl you're yeah. gonna be getting some taste seven o'clock in the morning just going hard i will be that person i am <laughs> collectively that bitch who will be <laughs> wide awake watching those games i'm literally doing this podcast right now in my mexico jersey oh yeah respect so if you want our America's team. Yeah, that's right. The real America, right? Find me at San Herrera underscore. That's H-E-R-R-E-R-A underscore. And hit me up with uh, whatever. If you want to roast me, bake me, whatever. Or if you want to join in on the L Tree Love or like Chicago Red Stars stuff, just find me and say what's up. And thank you all for hanging out. Peace. <laughs>